I'm waiting for Hake uh, YouTube to start. Now we are going. What is up, everybody? It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight. No, Standard Time. We're in Standard Time. Have, been, have I been saying daylight, daylight Time? Or have I even been saying the time? I'm so out of practice. I just remembered I usually say what time it is. Here in Los Angeles, Wednesday, December 7th, 2022 A.D. Going to have a fun... Perhaps a loosey-goosey Wednesday show. Hake is still rusty. That's me. I'm speaking in third person. And I think that we will have a fun show, though. Did you catch yesterday's show with Joelle Friday here on Tuesday? Every other Tuesday is the plan. Joelle Friday co-hosting with Hake. <laughs> I'm chuckling because I'm thinking about a Odyssey viewer who's like, if it's black, that's whack. Unsubscribed. <laughs> wow. Some... That's some resentment and assumption on your part, man. Not a man. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy co-hosting with Joelle Friday. Again, that's cool. I will be reading your super chats. I have some stuff to get to. Some fun stuff, in my opinion. Uh, Raphael wins. Not the, not the Ninja Turtle, I wish. But in Georgia, Herschel Walker quote-unquote, lost. And I think that that election was totally on the up-and-up. Right? Because I am on YouTube and Facebook, and we follow the rules of the communist censorship mess. Uh, Kanye West. I know he goes by Ye, but I prefer his slave name. He asks, what's the Christian way to say F? As in forget, kids. And parents. Instagram. What's the Christian way to say that? (laughs) I wish, kind of, that I had brought this up yesterday because I saw it the night before. Hat tip to our resident historian, Asmodor, who's gathering present-day history or, you know, present-times history on his Telegram, TKR official. JLP Talk is on Telegram, too, and so is the Hake Report. Um, is that blue marble, happy anniversary blue marble photograph, is that blue marble earth real or photoshopped? Is it totally untouched? (laughs) No filter. It's also the anniversary and I don't have a lot to, to, I don't have anything prepared on this other than in my mind, which is not very prepared. (laughs) Clean your mind, clean your room. Uh... It's, isn't it uh, Pearl Harbor Day? A day that will I- live in infamy. Parallels to 9-11, right? Parallels to 9-11. I heard. I have heard. And white shenanigans, white shenanigans. <laughs> I came across this TikTok video uh, also on that Telegram channel that I mentioned just earlier. And hopefully, perhaps, finally, I will cover the Joe Biden looking like a Cheshire cat. Not much to cover there, but just some photos to show you. All that and your calls if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys. Let's get right on with the show. Have you been naughty or nice? Hey guys! Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
So, how are you guys doing? I am fine. Hey, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. YouTube user who who uh, is mocking our favorite Frederick from California. There is only one. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Change your username to something more politically correct, please. More children-friendly. Not that children should be looking at the live chat, but that's my request. That's my request. Do what you want. But, I guess. Do what you want, I guess. But that's my request, respectfully, sir. <laughs> or ma'am. It's ma'am. So, um, let me dive right into this story before you guys get bored and leave. The heck? Kanye West. Some call him Ye. He prefers Ye. Is it respect for him, or is it respect for myself, or just disrespect that I call him Kanye West, which he told the great Chris Cuomo that that's his slave name, and he goes by Ye now, please. Thank you. But I love Kanye, I love Jews, I love whites and women. If I love anyone. Clip 11. Let's dive right into Clip 11, guys. Get pumped. Are we live on Facebook? Is the Facebook crew here? I'm supposedly live on Facebook, if I am to believe Restream. Here is a clip from Kanye's appearance on uh, Censored.TV, which is Gavin McInnes's uh, little platform there. He's talking about the degeneracy pushed by, or on, and by, really, IG, which is short for Instagram, which was once owned by Facebook, which changed its uh, overall company name to Meta, Meta, M-E-T-A. The based, beautiful um, mind of Mark Zuckerberg, who is not Christian, but sometimes acts like he's reasonable, but maybe it's a good cop, bad cop routine. But no, I think sometimes these people try to be somewhat reasonable. But it turns out being good cop, bad cop against America. It's kind of what I figured out about, um, or thought of, perhaps it was a lie from Satan in my imagination, when I thought about this guy who's sometimes reasonable, the atheist Jewish comedian guy from New York, who's all emotional, Jon Stewart, who was a better host than Trevor Noah on The Daily Show. That guy acted like, it's ridiculous to be banning and censoring and uh, punishing, penalizing um, these blacks for their freedom of speech, speaking against Jewish supposed conspiracy theories. Mark Zuckerberg. Well, Kanye doesn't like the degeneracy promoted on IG, owned by Meta. So here he is, alongside his new sidekick, Nicholas J. Fuentes, owner of Cozy.tv, a streamer, talented young man, who did the AFPAC event, America First Political Action Conference. Three of them now, successful. Each, one, each more successful than the last. And, uh, and talking with Gavin McInnes 
in Cal- somewhere in California. Full video is available on Rumble somewhere. Look for it. Um, hat tip to TKR official Telegram. This is how I found it. Um, shared by nationalism.tv. Here's Kanye. What's the Christian way to say F Instagram? Sorry, kids. Listen to this. And these are like the most eligible bachelorettes in the world, but instead they're showing their body. They're giving away to a million people for 30 likes. They're giving away things that they wouldn't even have photographed for their boyfriend 20 years ago. Yeah. For 30 likes, because if they post something, Instagram promotes pornography, period. Like, yo, screw Instagram, bro. I I don't mean to say, uh, I'll say, um, how do I say F Instagram in the Christian way? Screw Instagram seems pretty screw good to me. Are we allowed that? to say screw? I, nope, I turned nope. to Nick as the expert. On, on <laughs> I think all. that's okay, yeah. <laughs> I think we could say it in a better way. Let's, oh, here we go. Pray for Instagram. Mm. Pray for Instagram. Pray for the Instagram users, right? Because Instagram is a platform. And because there's so many predators online, anyone that likes a photo of a woman that's half naked with a string of her butt is a sexual predator. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, kids, yes, adults, for you and for Hake. <laughs> I bleeped the, the B word, B-U-T-T. <laughs> Don't spell that out, kids. Don't sound it out. Because <laughs> it's, you know, it just comes off a little vulgar. But I appreciate Kanye West. You know, he used to cuss. All those America First kids, young men, used to cuss. And now they're working on it. Isn't that respectable? Nice. But he's right about that. IG? I remember watching a video from Real Vincent James, another band person, a white, a Christian. Catholic, but yes, he's Christian. He's Christian. Talking about, um, don't be a boomer, not boomer. Boomer is okay to be, if you are one. We love boomers. But don't be the the next letter in the alphabet, boomer. Sorry, don't say it, kids. Talking about pornography and all that degeneracy, the lust stuff. And he advised guys to, uh unfollow all those girls on IG who post provocative, somewhat, pictures. I disagree, maybe, or I might agree, but also add to what Kanye said, that every guy who likes one of those dirty photos posted by these dirty, dirty girls, gals, young women, some of them underage, I think, I would assume. Ever heard of Bad Baby? The Cash Me Outside girl? How about that? I think she was 13 posting like twerking videos. Gross. Yeah, every guy who does that, it's kind of like a sexual predator type of thing. But I don't like that word. That word is used against men all the time. Including Bill Clinton. But women are every bit as predatory. The men are the prey. It's kind of like JLP says. I think it's mutual predatorship. Can we call it that? Mutual sexual predatorship. 
But JLP says, men are, oh, and uh, it's this young man over here, Hassan, not to be confused with Hassan Piker. This is two S's, Hassan. Uh, sex dealers. The women are the sex dealers. And the men are the sex addicts. So who's the real predator? <laughs> Satan? Satan is roaming the earth, searching for whom he may devour. To this day! Yes, indeed, Deontay. So thank you to uh, TKR Official Telegram, my news source and uh, resident historian, <laughs> Asmodor, over there on Odyssey, for the uh, tip on that. And I found that interview very interesting. Thank you, Kanye and Gavin McInnes, you soft-hearted soul. <laughs> Uh, or whatever you call it, kind person. He's nice. And, uh, and based Nick Fuente, Nicholas J. Fuentes, who is, I appreciate how he just is mostly quiet, allows Kanye to talk, doesn't butt in. He knows how to be proper in any given context. And a uh, mature young man. Nice. And it was interesting over there on that interview, Gavin McInnes predicts that uh, Nick, not to be confused with Nick's dream, do, can, are anchor babies eligible for president? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no? I think they are. I cracked. That he'll be president one day. Lots of energy over there at AFPAC. I was there. Saw JLP talk. I saw the great Sheriff Joe Arpaio talk, and he rambled a little bit, so they kicked him off stage. And they were running out of time. Too, too many people were talking too long. Uh, so, wasn't that, isn't that a nice message? Pray for Instagram. Isn't that so much better than saying F as in forget, or the other F word, Instagram? Because a lot of us get exasperated with the evils of the world, and we hate it, and then we become part of the mess, part of the problem. Um, so right on, right on. Let me read a few, a little bit of the chat. Call it supers, if you will. Lady C. Sal says, nice shirt, Hake. Indeed, I am wearing my Get a Job t-shirt, so if you're seeing double of the Get a Job sticker... Get a job sticker, get a job t-shirt. I'm a fan. I appreciate get a job. YouTube.com slash get a job. Teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. And we have more and more featured, featured um, stuff on the... And, the, and get a job is not Bond or JLP or, or Hake or anybody here. Get a job of his own volition, makes Jesse Lee Peterson savage moments. And I, I appreciate that, because a lot of people find JLP from that. <laughs> uh, how many F-words are there? The other F-word? Don't say that. Um, but yeah, uh, if you go to rebuildingtheman.com slash stores, although our spread shirt went down on the Jesse Lee Peterson spread shirt, new, uh, some of those designs... We have migrated over to Shop the Fallen State, the more palatable ones. One's less likely to get the store banned. So, I think you're simply out of luck. Simply out of luck. If you want the, uh, Tar Baby t-shirt at the moment. 
simply out of luck. I learned that from the G.I. Joe comic books. I have more... Th <laughs> I, have, I have more uh, chat comments that I wanted to read. Um, Nine or three thousand said during Hake News on the JLP show today. Hake, please don't read us CNN or skim headlines. <laughs> oh, I will, I will, and you're gonna like it. Uh, Playboy Trey, show this picture of the moon, blue marble moon. Look at this, guys. Is this real? Bl the blue marble moon. <laughs> I feel like we've all seen this photograph before, or picture, I guess you would, is, is a more um, safe word for it. Purportedly of Earth, planet Earth. You see Africa. And this is a CNN headline, CNN style. <laughs> so it's style. It's a stylized image, perhaps. The quote-unquote blue marble, one of Earth's most iconic images. 50 years on. This, is, this photograph is 50 years old. Some of us, some of us hake uh, crew people are not even 50 years old. But supposedly today, I guess, or yesterday, December 6th or 7th, 1972, that's 50 years ago. Can you believe it? I used to think 30 years ago, ah, yes, the 70s. And now it's 30 years ago is the 90s. Uh... Some purported astronauts purportedly took this photo, and some, some people claim that it is photoshopped, that people admitted it as, a as being photoshopped. And when I say photoshopped, this may have taken, the editing of the photo may have taken place before Adobe Photoshop existed. But that's, it's a verb now, and we all know, we, I, I, we kind of understand. Is it a doctored photograph or no? Is it doctored? Very colorful, very clear photo. It's a clearer photo than Hake's uh, commie phone, iPhone. That's because Hake smudges all over his lenses with his fingerprints all greasy. So, so nice. Uh, Playboy Trey r gave a chat saying, the I think the weirdest thing is that our moon, speaking of pictures of, of space and from space, our moon is always facing us with the same side. Yeah, I've noticed that too. I was driving home yesterday, late afternoon, evening. It was dark already. It gets dark at like 5, 5.30. Um, and the moon was over there. And then I'm driving to work early this morning around 5-ish, 5.30-ish or so. And... The moon is facing that is that way, and it looks this like the same picture. You can see the man on the moon, if you have an imagination. God's flashlight. <laughs> nice, thank you. Mister J D Special One asks a question: Why does water form a sphere in zero gravity? See. If the earth is flat, then why is water round? Why are water droplets round? Why are oranges round? Why is most stuff round? Balls. Baltard. <laughs> I don't know. Is it bad for me to be saying... Is it a bad example in front of the kids? The children? 
for Hake to be saying Baltard so much. <laughs> don't do as I... Don't repeat me, kids. But it's a good question. Um, and you know, Kevin Howe, our resident anti-Russia person, and it's not bad to be anti-Russia, I don't think. Says, how many Europeans will freeze to death or be mutilated before Vincent James, who is another guy that I, a source that I sometimes reference, admits he was wrong about Russia? That'd mess up those RT checks, though. And so this person is alleging... Kevin, how you're alleging that this guy is making money off of RT and doesn't really believe what he's saying? That doesn't sound like a that doesn't sound like Vincent the like the Vincent James I know. He told me to stop listening to Vincent James about Russia. I don't even listen to Vincent. I didn't even know that Vincent James had an opinion on Russia. So it's not where I get my uh, my. That's not why I'm a simp for Russia. <laughs> It's more, I'm more reacting, reactionary, which is not wise, to uh, the globo homo types simping for Ukraine. I think that it is not necessary, this war is not necessary. In my opinion. So that's my take on the, on the Russia thing. I don't blame... <sighs> I'll get to this funny thing. Um, I'll get to it. Do you want me to get to it right now? Since I'm on the topic of Russia? Because I sometimes will say, I'll get to that, and I don't get to it. Let me jump down to this. It's such a woman thing. And I don't think Kevin Howe is all into the woman thing at all. He's a sensible young man, maybe older than me, I'm not sure. Listen to this. Women <laughs> who run the world. This is from the far left female outrun outlet, The Skim. And then I'll get to, hopefully I will get to uh, Raphael and other stuff. I have more clips for you too, guys. Um, women. Women run the world. <laughs> I'm chuckling because it's... To me, it's funny. Here is a... I think I have some screenshots of this. Let's see, what did I call it? Powerful Women folder. This is from the far-left female run outlet, The Skim. Who run the world? Powerful Women. And it's a Forbes article from 2022, The World's 100 Most Powerful Women. Do you guys recognize any of these people? I feel like I recognize uh, the one on the, on the uh, far left. Far left? I have to point the other way. Riri! I call her Riri. Because I, <laughs> I go on Tumblr and I learn these nicknames for these people. Riri! That's, Ri- that's Rihanna. Isn't that Rihanna? Except sh- they made her light-skinned. Extra light-skinned. I think she's darker than that. The lighting may be extra bright. Uh, and then the others, I feel like I recognize the old lady be- next, be- next to her, behind her. And I feel like I recognize the slightly less old lady, but white, purportedly white, 
and then I don't really recognize the Asian lady. And I'm using the term lady perhaps a little loosely, loosely, because these ladies frequently will have what I call loose morals, including Riri, (laughs) Rihanna. She's a singer or rapper or something. But (laughs) here's this, here's this globo homo Russia thing. It's not Vincent James is radicalizing me against or in favor of Russia. Not necessarily in favor of Russia, but I'm more sympathetic to Russia than I am to NATO, let's say. Here, this is from December 6th, 2022 AD, Forbes magazine. I think Maggie McGrath, one woman called Maggie McGrath, wrote this opening. Vladimir Putin's unprovoked invasion. Oh, really? Unprovoked invasion of Ukraine was a defining moment for Europe. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. Ursula von der Leyen. L-E-Y-E-N. Rose to the challenge. Oh, yeah. Okay. A week after the war began, she announced three major economic sanctions against Russia, banning transactions with its central bank, closing airspace to Russian plane travel, and barring Kremlin-owned news agencies. Protecting our liberty comes at a price, von der Leyen said. European Commission. Is that the EU talking about liberty? Is that the EU? Liberty. Where's my spittoon? I keep on forgetting to bring it to show you guys. Makes me want to spit, but I'm not going to spit inside of JLP's studio. That would be inappropriate. Except incidentally, when I speak, I spit sometimes. Saliva flies when I sing. This is our principle. Freedom is priceless. Be quiet, right? Ridiculous. Ursula von der Leyen. I think that was that lady, the third from left, the second from right. Hassan says Zelensky, as in Volodymyr Zelensky. The guy who talks like this. I didn't know he talked like that. He talked like this. Was just named per- magazine person of Times Magazine. Time Magazine, right? Times or Time? Time Magazine. Person of the year. <laughs> JLP, back when I was out, I've mentioned this before. He was chuckling because this man who's like warmongering against Russia, he could have he could have said, Uncle, 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 don't we surrender. You win. But no, he has the whole world behind him and he's asking for more. Getting more money, more problems, more training, more weapons to kill Russians and have his people get killed too. When he could be a man of peace. But no, he's not Christian, so he's not about peace. That uh, JLP said, JLP heard that he was nominated to be, to be uh, for the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, all these warmongers getting the Peace Prize. Give me a break. Because it takes two to fight a war. I'm pretty sure. I think Kevin Howe's retort would be like, bro, the Russians can just move to Russian, Russia. Why do they need to kill Ukrainians and invade? It's classic communist subversion, but Russia saying that they're Christian kind of blinds you. No, I don't even re- necessarily believe that they are Christian. They're just... They're just... Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know if they're Christian or not. Because, yes, the Christian church in Russia has been subverted. And I was talking about how Volodymyr Zelensky in that clip that I played for you guys last week, I think it was. I think it was. Um, or maybe it was Monday. Banned the, the Orthodox church. Orthodox purportedly Christ, Ukrainian Christian church for uh, being Russian sympathetic, right? Because you can't have freedom in, uh, amid a war. They're, we're at war and they're bringing confusion. We need unity. And so we're going to take away your freedom of speech. And they may well be infiltrated. But why are we helping? We're, we're pretending to be about peace and we're helping them kill each other. The longer they fight, the more people die. And what good is it doing? If, we, if they surrendered, would more Ukrainians get killed or would more Ukrainians get killed if they keep fighting? It's a fair question to ask, I suppose. Will they just start killing people? I doubt it. I would kind of doubt it. <sighs> so she's pretending about be, to be about freedom. And this so free. So, oh, protect democracy. Protecting Ukraine, which is not about anything. I think they're just as corrupt or almost as corrupt as Russia. Russia is known to be corrupt. Ukraine is known to be corrupt. And all of these countries like America, very immoral, corrupt in that sense is of immoral, that's for sure, and corrupt in many, many ways. We have a lot of killers. I've been thinking about the notion of terrorism. And terrorism is, is uh, political violence, right? Well, isn't, aren't wars political violence? Right? Anyway, let me skip down on this article. American women suffered the greatest reversal of rights in the, in the two decades of the, of the list. Something like that. Two decades of the, I guess, the Forbes Top 100 Most Powerful Women list, maybe? When the so-called Supreme Court, I call it so-called, limited the right to an abortion. In reaction, female voters energized the U.S. midterm elections 2022 in Iran. Thousands of women marched in the streets in protest against theocratic laws that treat them as second-class citizens. As if that's a bad thing, to be a second-class citizen. Men are first, women are second in terms of the leadership. It's the natural order of things. You hate nature and nature's God? Yes, you do. Maggie McGrath. So here's some of these females. Um... Thasunda Brown Duckett, uh, president and CEO of TIAA, whatever that is, retirement and financial services company. Never heard of it. Taylor Swift, whom I once liked when she kept her mouth shut about politics, but now that's been years, years gone. She's still breaking records, though. Broke Ticketmaster's website, or her fans did. I'm no longer a fan. <laughs> Her music's cool. Tenth studio album in October. Very talented young lady, and I use the term loosely. And I use the term young loosely, too, now. <laughs> Hat tip to uh, the band man, white man of Canada, 
Stefan Molyneux, who said, who tweeted one time a year or two or three ago, she turned 30. That means half her eggs are gone. Something like that. What a setup on the young women who become old women and even more bitter than they already are. Doesn't have to be that way. But also, you don't have to be depressed about it, ladies. Uh... And then a couple of other women with difficult names and, and difficult faces. <laughs> Not to be mean. I think the third one from the left, the uh, second from right, this uh, Falguni Nayar, uh, she's mildly attractive. Just uh, chunky, but funky. <laughs> Looks kind of like a teddy bear. A little bit boyish. That's partly why. But, you know, mildly attractive, Right. We're gracious here on the Hake Report. We are not ugly towards women. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> uh, let me get to some calls, guys. I have funny stories, in my opinion, to, to cover. White shenanigans. The ladies talking. Ladies are almost as entertaining, perhaps as entertaining, as the blacks. We love black people and women here on the Hake Report. Let me get to Art in Ohio. On the line, Art. How are you doing, man? Hey, Amar. How are you doing, buddy? Doing well. Did you catch, before you get into your topic, did you catch Joelle Friday on uh, the Hake Report yesterday, co-hosting? Uh, 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 I'm going to have to uh, get back and watch it. I'm, kinda, I'm like a day beyond. Right on, man. Cool. Uh, okay, hey, all right. Now, if somebody told you that a purple man works on cars and know how to fix and break engines down and they uh the purple people are known for breaking engines down and fixing the best engines in uh in the world. Wouldn't you wanna know uh wouldn't you wouldn't you wanna know the correct part color of that person or whatnot versus you going to the orange person or the green person? Because allegedly the green and the orange person, they don't know how to fix cars. They only good at cleaning. Yeah, I would definitely not want to say the the wrong color if that color is causing confusion about who I'm talking about, for sure. If I said, oh, the purple people are the best, but somebody misunderstands yeah, purple to, to mean person. orange, and then the orange people are not yeah. good at fix, fixing cars. Yeah, I would, want it, I would yeah. want it to be either accurate or... Something that everybody understands, for sure. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what makes you ask that, uh, or or what's the punchline, if you will? Because uh, the per the purple person that fixes the cars, they ain't running around stuck up. Oh, I know how to fix the best cars, and this and this and this and this and that. No, the perfect person just just saying that hey, I'm not a fix cars, and you might not want to go to the orange and the green person to get your car fixed because they don't know how to do fix cars. They only know how to clean houses. Yeah. So it ain't good. okay. So your your man, your dude Aaron. Last time I called, Aaron came in and he came in a couple calls behind me, and he uh he brought up a scripture or whatnot, and I would like to re, uh, reject his deposit because. And I don't got no problem with you. And, you know, uh, yeah, RDR sounds nice, but this ain't what I'm on the uh, take show to uh, be about. Uh, 
if I'm wrong about something, I need to be corrected. If I'm correct about something, I need to be praised for being correct about it. So it ain't a, that's so baitish. Oh, Arch sounds nice, man. And all that cut to the chase, man. All that little phony baloney stuff, man. We ain't trying to hear that. First and foremost. Let me, let me and tell the people, let me tell the people what you're talking about since, uh, many people may not remember that call or specifically what Aaron said. Aaron from Mississippi called in Monday, December 5th after you called, right at, uh, a few calls after you called, towards the end of the show on Monday, saying that the burden of proof would be on the, on what I call, what we all call the black Hebrew Israelites, when I say all, the non, the non-Hebrew Israelites call them black Hebrew Israelites, right? Said the burden of proof is on you guys, and then he referenced a Bible verse, I think, that said that God said in the Bible, according to Aaron in Mississippi, that the Israelites would forget who they were. And so he reasoned in his thinking that that meant that anybody who thinks that they're an Israelite today is wrong because the real Israelites forgot who they are. Is that what you're referencing? Okay. Is that what you're, the yeah, Bible okay. verse that you're talking okay. about? Yeah, so, okay, keep it, because you reminded me of a couple of things and whatnot. Okay. First thing first, what he was talking about, that we wouldn't remember how we know who we were if we, uh, if we were, it was a, if, if we, uh, says allegedly that we supposed to forgot Aaron, uh, my white brother. I like you. I like you for who you are. I like you because uh, you white. You don't got to prove yourself and try to and try to say that uh, G- uh, Jesus or uh, Yahweh was black or anything. Whatever allegedly the son of the Father God who he sent down. You don't got to try to just be yourself. I love you and care about you for who you is. You don't got to try to flip the uh, word of the bar. So first thing first. Uh, yeah, we we were supposed to have forgotten or whatnot, but that's when we were uh, allegedly in slavery or whatnot, but we've coming up out of slavery or whatnot, and we are breaking the curse as we speak right now, so we are coming into remembrance. So, no, you're wrong about that, just like you was wrong about Lamentations 4. Nazarites wasn't white, and if you can pull up anything besides uh, Lamentations uh, chapter uh, 4, Lamentations, I might be wrong on this, mm-hmm. it says, her Nazarites were pure than snow. They were whiter than milk. They were more ruby than rubies. Their polish was a uh, sapphire. That doesn't mean that they're, uh, that was talking about their color, their skin, or whatnot. Now, that ain't no different than Jesse Lee Peterson saying that he's white on the inside and black on the outside. That's what that's talking about. So quit trying to switch the words up and, uh, Change stuff up or whatnot, man. We we uh, it ain't really a color thing. I like you and love you for who you is. You ain't got to try to switch the word up, man. Nice. Uh, and then it was, and then it was just something else you said that he said. He said, what else was the other thing that you said that what Aaron was saying besides oh, the we would about burden of proof. He said that oh, you're making you a claim. Well, you were saying okay. that I was making yeah. a claim that there are no Israelites in the, in I'm, America. I, Okay, hold up. I got you, mate. I'm with yeah. you. I need you to remind me where I'm at. All right, first thing first. Hey, what's, what's the Second Amendment say? That the the uh, the importance of a well-regulated militia, meaning well-functioning militia, being so important to a free country, the the right uh, to keep and bear arms, which is a basic right, it shall not be a friend infringed. To okay, right, well, right to own and, and carry the... your guns. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So. We already know that's right there, so what other proof would I uh, 
have to prove that the, uh, if I have a, a weapon or whatnot, that I'm allowed to have one, whether I have a felon or not. What other proof would you need besides, oh, you need to know. No, it's already written in the Second Amendment. Yeah. I don't have to go back. No, you need what you need to do is crack open that Bible and quit acting like you know everything in the Bible, just like I don't know everything in the Bible. I ain't no Bible thump, and I don't read the Bible every day. No, you need to crack it open and figure out some of the stuff that I didn't figure out, just like I need to crack open the Bible, too. No, I don't have no burden to prove anything. No, you need to go ahead and scroll through that Bible and tell me anything that you're thinking I'm wrong about. And then I'll go back in there, and I'll come to my, you know, uh, yeah, the burden of Proof ain't on me because what is it's really what is the, the first, second, and third amendment in the Constitution is already written. It's just you just got to follow it or whatnot. The same thing within the Bible. I don't got no burden of proof to prove anything. I mean, the law is the law of this Constitution. It's up to you whether you want to follow. Just like the law, laws and the words that was written out of the Bible are in the Bible. Then, uh. Uh, I don't, I ain't just like I said, I ain't no Bible club. I don't know everything in and out of the stick, Bible, but I'm pretty Stay sure close to your phone, Art. You, you're, you're sounding like you, sounding like you went a little oh, away from the phone and into an echoey room. Okay, I, okay, okay. I don't, I'm not no Bible dunker. I don't know everything in and out of the Bible. I ain't perfect on the Bible to where I know every and every, anything, but I'm pretty sure Ethiopians wasn't, uh, uh, wasn't uh, uh, or not one of the tribes or whatnot. First and foremost, how many Ethiopians do you notice uh, running around in NFL or in the NBA right now? Uh, I don't know of any Ethiopians in ath- pro athletes like that. Uh, okay, okay, and that's my point exactly. Or whatnot. So you think uh, that the Israelites much, are are the pro athletes? Yeah, pretty much. Just like I don't know if it was your show. Basically, NFL and NBA ain't nothing but old Roman war games. That's what something that the Romans used to do back in the day to keep their soldiers fit for war when they was talking wars or whatnot. But these NFL and NBA players are so mentally baited, they wouldn't you wouldn't be even be able to use them anyway because they're mentally their moms. And yeah. if anything in the war, they're not mentally, physically. I mean, they might be physically, but mentally, right. you would be able to spiritually and mentally break them down with uh, something that. A, a, a war tactic, maybe something that are they're doing with a biological, those, biological or something like something like that. I'm listening. Those guys that you just referred to as not mentally there or not mentally uh, strong men, those are Israelites who've lost their way. Is that what you're saying? Most of them are. Not all. Not all. Not all. But most of them are. Yes, they are. Sure is. And uh, no, uh, no, and that's what I was saying about the Ethiopians. No, you can tell by somebody's body stature and how their figure is, meaning their uh, chest, their shoulder length, their bone structures in their knees. Most Ethiopians, they bow legged, and that's like almost like a curse. With not the Israelites ain't cursed. With we got our our bodies is finely tuned, uh-huh. and that's why we would. That's why we were putting in the slavery because we are able to do more of the heavy and the fine lifting and the hard labor oh, okay. and being in the sun and stuff like that yeah. than a lot of these other nationalities <laughs> are. Dang. Yes, sir. He <laughs> uh, sounds like a black supremacist. I was chuckling because it was reminding me of an interview I heard maybe on Saturday of uh, uh, Wang Lin was on... Um, was on uh, one of the guys on Cozy, shout out to the guys on Cozy.tv, and he was talking about the uh, white Jewish people, the white Jews. He said that they mm. are, I think he was the one who said that they were accursed people, and he was describing their physical deformities, deformities 
uh, kind of yeah. like how you were about the about the Ethiopian Jews. So everybody's hating yeah. the black and white Jews. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, oh my gosh. But you, but, but not hating them, you. but just describing their physical flaws. Yeah. Well, of many you, of it's them. up to you to figure out <laughs> which, because uh, if anything, I would think those are the Azakarian the Jew, Jewish. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm saying it K- right. Kazarian, maybe? Kazarian and Ashkenazi, I, I think, if I have my num- yeah. names right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. so we on the same page, yeah, so the, those type of Jewish. So, yeah, it's up to you whether you... Uh, whether you taking it, you have the discernment to know who is who. I don't. I don't have to explain it or prove nothing at the end of the day or whatnot. It and is going to be what it is. But you do. You do feel some sort of compulsion to call in and and defend your view for some reason, though, because although you say you have no nothing to prove, you do call in and talk about this. As though well, you do well, okay. kind of have some sort of pride in it to to prove it to other people, either well, pride no, or insecurity so. to, to that uh, that other people agree with you about it, or to no, uh, God, debunk. Man. You know, people people get um, people puff up when they hear something false. They're like, "That's not true." That's a pride yeah. thing, and it feels that's what it feels like when I hear you talking about this topic. Well, check this. No, it ain't even that. Okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. I got hooked on a Jesse or whatnot some years ago when I was going through my little child support uh, or the custody course when the course was running me through the custody course. Yeah. And I was at a point in time where I was trying to figure things out and God led me to Jesse or whatnot uh, for a point in the season and time or whatnot to where he was explaining to uh, what was going on in American society where females were blending everything. And uh, he was just breaking a lot of stuff down that I wasn't, didn't know or didn't put into perspective or whatnot, just like I was saying about the NFL and the NBA players, the reason why they're mentally and uh, mentally and emotionally unfit is because a lot of them are brought up by their single-parent moms to come up to uh, be put, uh, put up to be uh, these NFL and uh, NBA players for uh, woke welfare. That's all it is. Is basically the, uh, they uh, try to get, they get their kids started as athletes when they are young to uh, – to try to, uh, for money. Right. A lot of these people don't even like the actual sport. They're only doing it for the actual money yeah. or whatnot. And if, and if their moms is pushing them to do that because they want that woke welfare, that BLM welfare check or whatnot. And, uh, no, God, no, God led me to Jesse, which in turn led me to you. Nice. And, uh, 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 basically, I mean, I just, oh, I, uh, it was something about you to did what I liked and whatnot. And just like I said, God led me to you. Maybe, maybe um, it might be something that I say that might wake you up, or it might be some, some Negro or some other white that's, uh, watching that I, when I'm saying, when I'm saying that it might wake them up. So, no, it ain't something that I'm proving. Okay. Uh, uh, God sends his messages, just like he sent, uh, Jesse to me or whatnot. And, uh, I don't want to say nothing bad about Jesse or whatnot because that ain't okay. who I'm calling or talking to. If I got something I want to say to Jesse, I'll say it to him or whatnot. Nice. Good. And, uh, Good man. Uh, yeah, he led me to Jesse at a point in the season, and I'm all grown up, so, you know, I, I'm I'm listening to you. So, bam. You know, uh, all right, man, you know, I appreciate uh, your call. I got to run. All right. Let's talk again. I'll catch you. You are not. I'll check you later, buddy. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Bye. <sighs> Sometimes I 
I'm looking at so many different things, guys. I apologize, and I and I uh, lose track of where I am. <laughs> lose track. My mind goes away from my body. What a mess. Let's read a few super chats, though. Let's get back on track, shall we? Um, so I apologize, guys, if I if uh, I started to lag here. Based America first with a few supers, present day. On streamlabs.com slash the Hake report slash tip. It works again, guys. It's working again. <laughs> Thank God, I guess. Uh, Newsom, that's beta governor Newsom, signed a bill in September, California, to allow human composting. Oh, are you talking about like bodies, dead, dead human bodies uh, being like fertilizer? Is that what you're talking about? He fits in a large. Oh, he fits in a large compost bin. Oh, man. That's too graphic. Uh, But the concentrated stupidity and hair gel (laughs) will kill every plant. Maybe it's not hair gel. Maybe he just doesn't shower that much. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, California faces $25 billion tax revenue shortfall due to the exodus of many well-to-do Californians. Going to Texas and Florida and Tennessee and elsewhere. Idaho. And high taxes that swing wildly in economic downturn. Very interesting. (laughs) Wow, that's gross. Uh, Base America First goes on. Further demon rat shenanigans. Demon rat is the hake report term for Democrat. I coined that. No, I'm kidding. I didn't. I got it from the boomers. Beautiful based boomers. Newsom wants a tax on oil companies labeled as a civil penalty. We should civilly penalize the phony politicians who push this nonsense. So 51% is needed to pass and not 67% for tax. Wow. You're talking about the uh, legislature? Legislature? Costs are always passed on to consumers. Indeed, I think that's true. Useful idiots think, uh, soak the rich, but they're enriching politicians. Yeah, very true. Don't fall for that class welfare mumbo-jumbo. That's satanic, devilish, if you will. It's not race, it's class. It's neither. It's good versus evil. And that's within everybody. Based America First goes on. California emission regulations. That's pollution, right? Supposed pollution. Many of the stuff that's called emissions are not pollution at all. Reduce the number of fuel suppliers and increases refining costs, oil refining, adding $1.80 per gallon of gasoline on average. So no wonder California is so high. High on pot. Far from anywhere, Hawaii has cheaper fuel simply because they can buy it from any supplier at the lowest cost. You know, I was reading in Hake News since we're on this topic, and I didn't, I don't think I got quite to this point. I was talking about a sharp drop, sharp drop in oil prices this week. Good sign. Prices at the pump will continue decreasing, analysts say. Oil prices tumbled to the low, lo- lowest level of the year, which the, the, The whole year, gas prices have been high, am I right? Or were they low maybe at the beginning 
of the year. I don't think so, because we're in 2022. This is well, well more than a year into Sleepy Joe's uh, thing. Two years almost. Right? Is it two? Um, despite worries about the health of the economy and amid concerns about new restrictions imposed on Russian energy, right? This Russia mess. We're shooting ourselves in the foot, we being the so-called West, shooting the Westerners in the foot to spite the Russians. Who's, who do you blame for that? Russia? Oh, it's Russia. It's kind of like blaming the China virus for uh, the messed up economy. No, you blame yourselves for overreacting to it as, as a whole, right? On Monday, the European Union banned certain oil imports. Was that Ursula von der Leyen? I don't even know what I'm talking about, so I can't say for sure. Certain oil imports from Russia, while the West placed a $60 cap on Russian oil. Both moves are designed to hurt Russia's ability to finance their war in Ukraine without hurting consumers abroad. In the United States, a national average price for regular gasoline currently stands at $3.35 a gallon, which in California, that sounds dirt cheap, but nationwide, no, it's supposed to be like two and under. Two something and under. But now it's, it's a full dollar above what it's supposed to be, according to AAA. And that adds up for the people who matter. <laughs> uh, many people who matter, right, in the United States. The makers, the producers, not the leeches. Gas prices have dropped 14 cents in the past week and 42 cents in a month. Ooh, uh, it doesn't matter when you're still a dollar too high. And that adds up. So anyway, thank you, Based America First, for the super chat. I have another super chat to read. Um, uh, Lin Yen Chin. Thank you, man. Says, and I saw your, your comment too, man. He says, redacted equals, and I am redacting this. Redacted equals Hake redacted. <laughs> Lin Yen Chin redacted equals Hake redacted. I am not trash says Lin Yenchen, means do not use food as a double entendre for sexual perversion of any sort. Oh, yeah. Meaning the pizza thing. Leave that to... <laughs> and he attacks a... Uh, or he references another person who has been in the chat over the years and other females intellectuals to fixate on as they pretend to fight the evil they are consuming. Pizza is just food. Thank you, Lin Yenchen. Yeah, so I appreciate your donation to the pizza fund or the marriage fund. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you very kindly, Lin Yen Chin. People don't, people get annoyed with Lin Yen Chin. And it's understandable. He does have an interesting way of communicating. And by interesting, people don't like it. Many people don't like it. They get exasperated with him. But thanks, man. I appreciate that. I'll get to more of the Super Chat archives. Let me get to a first-time caller, though, in the last few minutes of this first hour. Paul in Florida, on the line about the Israelites and the Bible. Paul, how are you doing? Doing good. Nice to talk to you. Um, I'm calling up because of this this black Israelite thing. It's quite amazing to me, because I've been reading the Bible since I'm eight years old, and in Deuteronomy... Moses was warning them that God said to be humble. That's why they were out in the desert for 40 years. 
So they had to be humble. Mm-hmm. And when and and, the, and when they got to, to get into the land of Canaan, right, and he didn't want them to forget who they were, meaning that they were his chosen people and that they were to keep his commandments, and that's it. It's not like they had amnesia and they just forgot who they were, and then all of a sudden, 2,000 years or 3,000 years later, they're going to remember who they are. Uh-huh. It's as simple as it gets. <laughs> it's all it is. Okay, so forgetting who they are, meaning forgetting their God. That they're God's chosen people, that they were uh, called, um, it's pretty much, it's like a, there's a word for it, it was, um, what's the word it calls, um, so this is the commentary on it. Since the Israelites could easily forget their suzerain God, meaning sovereign God, okay. and they were sovereign people, when they prosper in Canaan, Moses gave them a warning. He warned them that they would be prone to become proud and forget the Lord because of material comfort. Yeah. And, and that's as simple as it gets. There's no amnesia involved, no enlightening uh, 3,000 years later or so. Uh, it's, it's, it's like... Or stealing of them from their land... Or stealing of them from their land and bringing them to America to, to lose their culture. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I tend to agree it, with you. I, and when I was talking with that uh, caller from Monday, Aaron from Mississippi, I said yeah, forgetting I who you are is is really, really kind of like what we all do when we forget God, mm-hmm. we forget the present, exactly. we start, we get caught up with right, the worries the of the world and the and the vanity of life. That's what I well, take it as. It's I think it's, it's more almost, spiritual than f- physical. Oh, my ancestors yeah. were this, and I just right. my people right. just forgot. Jesus came to do away with all that. Jesus came to do away with all that, anyway. Yeah, I Jesus think the blacks. Came... I think the blacks, the blacks who descended from slavery, are so mistaken in saying, "Oh, our culture was robbed from us, and we need to go back and discover ourselves yeah. through Kwanzaa and black <laughs> Israelitehood and yeah. Nation of Islamhood yeah. and fake African right. names and all that, or going back to right. Ghana." All that mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 anyways, it's the Ethiopians are Christian, right? So yeah. they might want to use that one too. But the thing is, it's so sad it's because they're really missing, you know, the prize. Like you said, it's, it's, it's so enlightening to, you know, know that joy. Instead of being so angry and uh, we got robbed and we want something back. And, you know, that's not what Jesus came for. He came to set us free. He came to open up. He was the way the Jews were the beginning for the salvation for all of us, and and they they were the ones first. God chose, and and after that, Jesus came to fix all that mess because they really weren't getting it. Yeah, and he says, "Okay, I'll go to the Jews first, and whoever wants to follow me from the Jews, then that's fine. And then they believe in me, then they will become become true followers of of me, in which I lead them to God because Jesus was the pillar of smoke and the and the Tower of Fire, and God was up on the mountain, uh, and when they were in the desert, that's how, and that's how it is. It's just as simple as it gets. Jesus is the way, the only way, and no other way. And all these other world religions, as far as I'm concerned, they were from those 200 angels that made the pact on Mount Hermon, and that's it. They they, they, they survived through there. There, uh, they got um, different so- areas. What do you call that? Provinces, and mm-hmm. they they took pieces of places and on the on the on the, I'd say plane I think we live on a plane honestly I, I'm you, you're not you don't, you don't believe in the ball earth 
I I don't know. I'm like you know. I, I you look think, at both arguments. You think you think we're on the flat Earth? I'm leaning more on like right now on the fence because I look at both sides of but the you argument. Said plain, like, plain, even, by plane, you mean you meant flat Earth? We live on a plane. Means. Yeah, it's like we're all, well. I would think like different planes. Like we're more density, like here, flatter oh. maybe. Yeah, like like we're we're not in the spiritual. Like we're spirit. Uh, we're spirit creatures living in, in in a material world in the flesh, and then there's different heavens, which I think where our um, our consciousness can rise above, and as this here is the training ground, where we come okay. to um, to learn how to love and get rid of the ego. And how old are you, and, Paul, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, 55 years old. Okay, so 8 years yeah. old to 55, you've been reading the Bible all those years. Yeah, and other things, like the, the mythology, and it, all the mythology seems to fit with like these um, crazy things that the angels were doing, you know, yes. Let's talk about this yeah. more another day, man. I appreciate your call. Yes, sir. I appreciate you taking it. All right. Thank you. Take care. And have a Merry Christmas. Thank yeah. you. Bye. You as well, man. Very nice. It is past the top of the hour. That means it's time for music. I will get to more of your calls and some of the archive Super Chats and any new ones that come in. In the next hour here, I will be covering uh, white shenanigans, as I mentioned Women getting stalked, like I mentioned in Hake News, if you caught that. And, I lost my sigh! Then it is gone. I can get it back! I can get it back! Raphael! <laughs> That's a quote from a cool movie from my childhood. Feels like it was fairly recent. Uh, Raphael, not the Ninja Turtle, he won, quote-unquote, America lost. He's losing, but he thinks he's winning. In Georgia... I learned a piano song called Georgia on my mind. And, uh, and hopefully Joe Biden, the Sheshar Cat, and some other things. Maybe Indonesia. Maybe I'll touch on Indonesia. Based Indonesia again. All that and your calls. But let's get to some music now, guys. This is Petra. What is the, uh, what is the name of this track? This is from 1988. The album On Fire. This is track one. All Fired Up. Enjoy! And I'll be right back, you musical Philistines, for the rest of hour two. Hang tight.
good. Am I right? I think so. <laughs> Page heard his back sliding like Tom Cruise. A man. Petra, when Striper was too hardcore, says Tim Scott. I was not exposed to Striper. I have never knowingly listened to Striper, S-T-R-Y-P-E-R. They were purportedly Christian, a little bit more metal than Petra. Petra was more uh, mainstream CCM, contemporary Christian music. Steve C., watered down Motley Crue? Forget you, man. (laughs) No, don't say that, kids. This was so edgy in Hake's six-year-old ears. Now we, no, we have, now we have Cardi B. I know. Hake wrote these lyrics. <laughs> when is Hake going to play some Christian hip-hop? I heard 3-6 Mafia is great. You know, I can't find uh, my old Stephen Wiley tapes, nor can I find him on the internet. Stephen Wiley. Um, rapping for Jesus to the beat. Rap, rhythm, and poetry. But I used to have some of his cassettes. The first one I got when I was when I was in kindergarten, my oldest brother bought it for me. He figured uh, he likes rap, so he figured I would like rap since I'm younger than him. Uh, yes, yeah, shout out to Stephen Wiley. Put your stuff on iTunes. <laughs> Best artic- artist Hake has played so far. Petra rules. Thank you, Esoteric. That's a real man. Oh, you people don't know good music. <laughs> This kind of music makes me think of some soft, hard metal. Yeah, movie music. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. Petra, the wine cooler is of adult rock. Tim Sky is bashing them. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I appreciate that. So good. Let's get to this uh, funny story about women being stalked. Supposedly, on uh, through the Apple tag things. This is from the far left females at the skim, and I've read this on Commie Nonsense Network on Hake News at the end of hour two, maybe of Jesse Lee Peterson show. What's got lawyers tagging along? <laughs> the clever ladies at the skim and their wording. Apple does. They're because they're being sued by two women earlier this week. Two women. Sued the company over its air tags. I guess they're these flat things. Thanks. I left the door open as long as I could to let some cool air in after the hot air coming out of my mouth. Poor Hassan just has to sit there and suffer in the humidity. Uh, Apple markets the relatively affordable quarter-sized smart devices as a super easy way to track personal items. Keys, purses... But according to the lawsuit, the device has become the weapon of choice of stalkers and abusers. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) I'm referring to people who are concerned about the door being open of the studio. One plaintiff says her ex tracked her location by placing an air tag on her car in the wheel well or something like that. Her ex-boyfriend. Another alleges her former partner, I thought it was her ex-husband, partner, what is she, maybe a lesbian? Anyway, I think it was ex-husband, tracked her by putting the device in her child's backpack. Well, was he tracking her or the child? Maybe he wanted to know his child's whereabouts. Is it his child, too? One wonders, one being Hake. 
While Apple called the AirTags stalker-proofed when they first launched, it later, they later acknowledged reports of bad actors using them for malicious or criminal pur- purposes. So in February... Did you know February has an R there, kids? <laughs> I learned that as a child, and I'm still getting used to it. Uh, in February, the company added safeguards to the devices, like alerting people if an air tag is following them. But the lawsuit claims them woefully inadequate and says the benefits of air tags do not outweigh the risks. What risks? It doesn't sound like... Uh, anyway. You want privacy? Anyway, whatever. <sighs> to me, it's funny. I wouldn't want to be stalked. I wouldn't want somebody sneaking an air, t- an air tag, whatever these things are, on me and knowing my whereabouts. But, I mean, smart people or e- clever evil people can uh, figure out where you are with these cell phone thingies that all of us cell phone silly people use. I guess you don't want to make it easy for them. But, uh, you know, they don't tell the whole story. One of them said that in, in the CNN headline about this, in the CNN headline, they were saying something as fact. Or was it, was it the skim? They were saying something as fact that, to me, it didn't sound like it was fact. Oh, yeah, allegedly. Oh, the other woman said her ex-husband, this is from Commie Nonsense Network, which I read every day in Hake News. Her ex-husband, who'd been harassing her and challenging her about her whereabouts, and they don't even say allegedly. They're just, they're just slurring the man. Not hiding behind allegedly. I, I hide behind allegedly. Because I don't know what the truth is. So I'm not, when I say I'm hiding behind allegedly, I'm hiding from like a lawsuit or whatever. Or, or just pointing out the fact that I don't actually know what actually happened. I wasn't there. Challenging her about her whereabouts. <gasps> the horror. Where you been? Oh, stop asking me that. <laughs> Place an air tag in her child's backpack, the lawsuit said. Whatever. Makes me want to spit, these women. But we do love women. And this, here's another woman I love. <laughs> this is from, this is clip 12 here. Uh, I got this from the excellent news source that I go to for my news, TKR Official on Telegram. Present day history. This is cute POC girl, not black. Thinks she might be Asian. And I say girl, probably a grown adult female. Physically adult, anyway. Says you need permission to bring your token white friend around your POC friends (laughs) who don't feel like dealing with white shenanigans. This is a TikTok video. uh, 30 seconds long or, or so. Enjoy this logic from a young lady. And I use the term loosely. Here it is. Controversial opinion, but if you have a token white and you're hanging out with your friend group of color, you need to ask permission from everybody in the group to bring your white friend. Like, don't just bring them. 
ask for explicit permission from everyone because just because you're comfortable with them doesn't mean that everybody's comfortable with them. I might not be in the mood to deal with white shenanigans that day. That's that's all I'm saying. And another thing, it feeds into their ego. Like don't don't let them think they're a good white person. Don't don't give them that card to use against other people. Please don't do that. <laughs> Did you guys catch that? Wasn't that nice? <laughs> uh, I think TKR official on on TikTok is Asmodor. He's in my chat sometimes on the Odyssey. Our resident historian, he's called in the hate report. He's interviewed JLP before a couple of times too. Or been involved in interviewing him. Um, said, well, they need permission from me to hang around them. But I have been the token white, but they don't keep me around as a token white. They just keep me around because I'm fun. And or, and or smart or, and or they can use me. <laughs> they can copy off my uh, paper and then become, and then go on to fancy colleges themselves while I go to a community college. That happened. <laughs> no, it didn't happen. It's statute of limitations. Um, oh, but I pulled white shenanigans. I was like the nice, soft-spoken white, and then later, like, after the Obama years, and I was listening to the JLP show, and I got a little overzealous, I guess. You know how people are, like, helpless at fixing something, and so they burn the uh, Balenciaga bags or, or shoes or jerseys of these lame people who, whose politics turn nasty and ugly? And they burn these different things, or throw that stuff away, or boycott, or start blabbing off at the mouth about politics all the time, or their pet issue, and become annoying with it. That was me. I pu started pulling white shenanigans. And of course, none of my POC friends, except for a few, agreed with me. So I was pulling white shenanigans and lost a bunch of my POC friends. POC means person of so-called color. <laughs> Uh, but I didn't know the term POC until, uh, Copper Top. I learned that from Copper Top. Co Copper Cab. Copper Cab. One of my competitors on YouTube here. So, pretty funny, huh? Oh, I don't feel like dealing with white shenanigans. And she's just thinking that she's this nice or decent or looking down on everybody else type of person. Dasher Brett says, I got suspended in high school for racism, quote-unquote. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you burned stuff too, Hake. Not like that, though. But, yeah, I, did, I pulled my other dumb moves. If burning stuff is a dumb move, or it's a metaphor for a dumb move, yeah, you could say that I burned stuff, but I didn't physically burn stuff. POC, piece of cake, piece of, yeah, cake, cake, cow pie, piece of cow pie. <laughs> uh, hey, do you love black people? Yes, if I love anyone, I love black people. And the white Jews, and the Ethiopian Jews, and women. All her cuteness kind of disappeared. <laughs> this girl, controversial opinion. And she talks like an Asian. Uh, that one went to college. 
I would, is my guess. I'm guessing that one went to college. White shenanigans. <laughs> what a great term. Uh, what would you rather have? White shenanigans or black crime? Or uh, brainwashed Asian female smart blipness? I prefer the white shenanigans. But some shenanigans are not are better than others. Anyway, I th- just thought I would share that with you. So cool. Let me get for, to Rick in Maine. The trucker, Rick, uh, on the line. Rick in Maine, how are you doing? Well, hello, my friend. I'm doing well. How about you? Doing well as well, man. Now, I caught your, uh, your show there yesterday with Joel. That's, that's a good thing right there, buddy. You guys make a good team. Cool, man. Thanks for the feedback. I like yes, Joel. I like hearing what Joel uh, says because it's, it's his how he views things. That's cool. Yeah. That lady that you played there a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, just now. That's uh, that's a perfect example of holier than thou. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Now they wonder why the world is so screwed up. <laughs> I know. People are encouraged um, to just have this nasty attitude towards whites and the fact that whites yeah. think better and more clearly. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's politics. <laughs> like, whites are, don't, oh, yeah. ca- necess- they're more fair minded, in my opinion. I think that's what they yeah. mean by white shenanigans. I could be wrong. Yep. But in general, when they're when they're calling um, a white a racist, it's for thinking differently from them. No such thing as a racist. Yeah, I agree. Get the picture. Get right. the picture, people. There's no such thing as a racist. Yep. But, True. Uh, there's uh, there's some goings on in the state of Connecticut. I wanted to let you know about and uh, everybody. Uh, New York has what they call a heavy use tax. Oh. For uh, commercial vehicles, and it's just another way of taxing the uh, transportation industry, and we're already being taxed to death for crying out loud. Look at the fuel prices that we have to pay. You know, there's no end to this at all, and uh, I really feel for people that have to insist on allowing this kind of stuff to happen. But anyway, Connecticut is taking on the idea of uh, creating the same thing, a highway use tax. Well, (laughs) people, you pay enough as it is for everything, your food, your fuel, your services. Why are you allowing your legislators to come up with these cockamamie schemes. (laughs) I love that word. It's only going to get passed down to you. I did a video on that on my Rumble channel. Nice. (laughs) And it's really, really aggravating everybody. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get rid of, which they've tried this before, trying to get rid of the smaller companies so the bigger companies can uh, move in and divide the country into quadrants 
thus eliminating everybody except for the big companies. Yeah, that they happens so of, frequently. Go ahead. It put you out yeah. of business? They put me out of business the first time this fuel went over $5 a gallon. So you were James an, you were an when, independent contractor trucker? I was. When I pull up, pulled up to a pump, now you guys might go to your gas pumps, you might, you might pump $30, $40, $50 worth of fuel. Well, try this shoe on for size. You pump all, you pump your fuel into 250-gallon tanks, you get the bill at $1,587. How's that one fit you? That is ridiculous. That's what I was talking well, about with, with the dollar. To do. I heard you. That's what this... Yeah, when I, I was talking you. about this, these gas prices, it adds up for those who drive the most, and those are the people who produce yeah. the most, oftentimes, or at least yeah. br- bring value because to different places. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I've been through three strikes. I've been shot at twice. Okay. Strikes? You mean uh, by strikes. three strikes? Shut down. No. Like Shut truckers down of the transportation. Yeah. Okay. Shut down of the transportation industry in this country. When the trucks go on strike, your stores and distribution centers have three days supply. That's it. Wow. Your tankers are even your tankers are even less time. Is that except the tank is down? This country comes to a screeching halt in less. In two days. Is that what's called just no in fuel. time? Is that the just in time logistics That's type of thing? JIT. That's right. Ah. And uh, not wise. We have to be at those. Kind of like how Hake runs his show. Warehouses <laughs> just in time. Yeah. Terrible. So if if we're not there, then the warehouse does not get the product that they ordered. Thus mm-hmm. far, creating shortages in the stores. And you don't have what you want to get. Yeah. When you go to the store, oh, gee, this is wrong, that's wrong, this is something else. I'm going to say this again. Every time that a state, a locality, a country incurs an an added expenditure on top of what's already there to the transportation industry, your stuff is going to go... Up. It's going to get more expensive. Yeah, and that that doesn't that just doesn't uh, include the trucks. It, it includes the ships, the trains, the trucks, and the aircraft. Huh? Because a lot of this stuff is flown by aircraft from point A to point B to get it in a hurry. Yeah, you're going to pay more. So True. when states like Connecticut come up with this harebrained scheme of Adding another tax onto the transportation industry, we're going around to avoid it. I can, with the route that I have, which is a dedicated route, I can go around. And when I go across New York... Go around Connecticut, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, skip. When I go across New York, my hut is is, uh, alleviated because I'm using... The interstate that goes through New York, and it negates it. It washes it. So I'm only paying the toll. 
That's oh. it. Okay. Nice. So, you know, think about it, people. Every time you incur an expenditure on this industry, your product that you've got, you've got in the store is going to go up. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for your, thanks for your time, buddy. I appreciate you. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate you, too. Take care. That's Rick in Maine, a trucker. A lot of truckers listen to Hake and JLP. Based truckers, except for Tony from California, if you believe he's a trucker, which I do. I believe everything Tony from California says, except for the parts that are not true or sound made up. (laughs) Or sound too a little mainstream media-ish, like too credulous. But yeah, uh, shout out to the truckers and... um, Very dishonest country we have nowadays. Before I get back to calls, let me finally read some of these backlogs on the Super Chats here. Because if I don't, I will never get to them. Did I read these from August 31st? Yes, I did. About the coal-fired plants and energy. Uh, September 2nd. Because Hake was out for three months, so... Yet super chats continue to come in. You can super chat me on streamlabs.com slash the hake report slash tip. Even when I'm off air. So I'll read your super chat later. Based America first stated on 9222 opinion. Demon rats prove yet again there is no difference in their commie talking points. What does he mean? Well, let him continue. Karine Jean Pierre. She's the, what is she, Creole? Oh, oh, Haitian. She's Haitian. Haitian lesbian, mildly attractive, black female talker for Sleepy Joe Biden. Karine Jean-Pierre's handling of student loan forgiveness questions was so bad in September, or late August, that the White House brought out Susan Rice. (laughs) That that might have been like a forced laugh, but Susan Rice does... Make me chuckle. And I'll tell you why in a second. To cover for KJP, Karine Jean-Pierre. And nobody noticed. (laughs) Because Susan Rice was the one who said, 9-11-2012, the Benghazi terror attack, was inspired by a video. An anti-Muslim video that depicted Muhammad. I don't even know if it was made by an American, but somehow these people rioted, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, these Muslims who were rioting on behalf of the insulted Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad, so-called Prophet, right? They spontaneously terror-attacked the American embassy or whatever they attacked in Benghazi. In a Benghazi, which is what? Uh, I, I forget which country that is. <laughs> but anyway, the precursors to ISIS. And she saw it was a video. What a mess. And she's a... That's Susan Rice, right? Was that Susan Rice? Let me make sure. Susan... Oh, no, Susan Rice. Maybe I'm completely mistaken. Yeah, domestic... Yeah, yeah. I think it was Susan Rice. 58-year-old, light-skinned, mixed black or something. American diplomat. Director of U.S. Domestic Policy Council since 2021. Born in Washington, D.C. Born in, I was born in the swamp, says uh, Susan Rice. With that voice. 1964. 
Easy name, difficult face. <laughs> sorry, Susan Rice. I'm not sorry, but forgive me. I'm looking at a picture of her. I don't. I will not share it with you because I don't want to be mean. I'm. I've already been mean. <laughs> this picture is just unflattering. She looks better in person, I think. I'm guessing. It's not important. Her her spirit's ugly. Or the, anyway. Uh, Barack Okami says, based America first. That's funny about, uh, she had to take over the lo- student loan forgiveness questions and nobody noticed. Because Karine Jean- Jean-Pierre's handling of them were so bad. It's funny. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre had to be replaced by another POC woman with a little bit more white blood in her. <laughs> a little bit more verbal IQ. I don't know. Barack Okami says, based America first, taught me about their speech tactics. KJP says Trump supporters are an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, to our rights. Our meaning globalist elites. Ah. And revolving door with millions of government contractors and commie industry. Commie capitalism. Yep. Interesting, Base America First. With my side notes, I probably made people lose track of what, of the point. <laughs> Yeah, Trump supporters are an extreme threat to our democracy, meaning the uh, evil people in charge. Joe Obama's soul of the nation speech, he says based America First on September 2nd, shows that supplanting the United States Constitution while claiming patriots do not respect the Constitution. Elections are symbolic? The elite undermine undesirable elections and open lawless floodgates when they win. Quote-unquote win. Yeah, that's true. We're, this is, this election, this is my Sleepy Joe impression. Sleepy Joe Biden. Obama administration, term three. This election is for the soul of the nation. I want to take your soul. Hate white people. Hate Christians. By the way, I'm Catholic. And if you don't, if you don't know, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. <laughs> it's true. You're not black on the inside. If you, I mean, you might be black on the inside if you voted against Joe Biden. But you're definitely black on the inside if you voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> Thank you, Base America First, man. I have more to read from that. I got to keep moving. Let us get to this Raphael Warnock topic because I mentioned I will get to it and then um, I will get back to calls. I lost my Psy! That's the movie line that I like. Psy being a knife thing, stabby knife thing. Um, it's my, that's my Raphael the Ninja Turtle impression. Raphael Warnock looks more silly in his face and certainly in his views than Raphael the angry, purportedly angry, Ninja Turtle from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Late 80s, early 90s, I want to say. I want to say early 90s. The far-left females at the skim say Democrats have a 51-49 majority in the Senate now, or will, once this guy gets... Oh, I think he still does. He kind of does look like a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, I was thinking about that during the break. Yeah, he looks sort of silly. But the Ninja Turtles look like they have more dignity. Maybe because 
they purport, they show, they portray good morals. <laughs> Bald blacks, it says on. Uh, since last year, the Senate's been split 50-50 with VP, so-called Vice President, cackling Kamala Harris, as you know. On call to cast a tie-breaking vote for Democrats if needed, this year, John Fetterman, the guy who looks somewhat like he could have some masculinity in him, but then you look next to him, and that's his wife, and she's clearly, apparently, running the show with him. His mind does not seem all there. Was it her nagging and her evil that drove him to that stroke? Or what? He had a stroke, right? And his mind is doesn't appear to be functioning properly, although I am no doctor. So this year, John Fetterman's wife's win, quote-unquote win, in Pennsylvania, PA, how far you've fallen, PA, gave Democrats a shot in an outright majority as long as Senator Raphael Warnock, demon rat from Georgia, beat GOP challenger Herschel Walker to keep the Warnock seat. What a joke. Yesterday, after the race went to a runoff, the pro-abortion pastor, he calls himself a pro-choice pastor, and he pastors Ebenezer Baptist Church, that's MLK's church, Martin, Lu- Martin Luther King Kang <laughs> Jr., he pastored Ebenezer Baptist Church, I hear, back in the day, I gather. Raphael Warnock did just that. He kept his seat. That means the voters were suckers, or there were shenanigans. And I don't call those white shenanigans. The only white shenanigans you can blame for that election, I say, is those white liberals who are not normal whites. Pulling shenanigans. Not the good kind of shenanigans. Not the shenanigan that stirs things up because you know how the truth stirs things up. Shout out to uh, Kanye West. Is that the truth that he's spouting? I don't know. What does this mean? In an election year with low presidential approval ratings, that's because Sleepy Joe is not presidential, nor is cackling Kamala Harris. Oh my gosh. She's the VP, purportedly. And record high inflation, Democrats not only kept the Senate, but expanded their hold by a seat. That's far from the red wave Republicans had banked on. Suckers. While the GOP has a majority in the House, it's on track to uh, be, they say, to possibly be, split infinitive, the narrowest since the 1930s. Another parallel to the 1930s, huh? Meaning it's unclear what either party will get done in the next two years. But the win in the Senate could help the Dems speed judicial nominations, meaning more dumb, sorry kids, can't, don't say dumb, the evil liberal activist judges legislating from the bench. So sick. Could also dilute the power of centrist players like Senators Joe Manchin. He's the so-called centrist Democrat from West Virginia. And openly by... It's a perverted thing. But I haven't heard her be annoying about it. I've never heard her say that she is. I've only heard other people say that she is. But probably she campaigned on it. I haven't really paid attention to her. Kirsten Cinema, the Democrat, a based Democrat out of Arizona. We brag about the based Democrats from Arizona, and then we complain about the weak, pathetic, disgusting rhinos from Arizona. McCain, rest in peace. Jeff Flake was a flake. Um, I did like the Jan Brewer lady, female Republican governor out of uh, Arizona. 
but there's a lot of mess coming out of Arizona. What's wrong with you, Arizona? Pardon me, I need to take a sip. Any other key takeaways? As some states turn more solid, this is the skim writing. Like Florida going red, yesterday's race shows Georgia's a very much a battleground state. Also had a record turnout. Marks the first time a black, and they capitalized the B in the word black. Not because it's correct, but because they're kiss-ups to evil. Egos of the blacks. Uh, that was an interesting statement. Speaking of egos, let me interrupt this. Let me interrupt this report from the skim. There's another interesting point from that, that girl about white shenanigans. I say girl, she was probably over 18. White shenanigans. Uh, it feeds their ego to allow them to be the only white in the POC group and then don't let them use, oh, I have, all my friends are POCs. I'm not racist, all my friends are POCs. Don't give them that card to use against other POC people. It, it feeds their ego, says the woman who's all ego. Mildly attractive, but then once she starts talking, her evil spirit does away with most of that attractiveness. Ah. <laughs> uh. Ego. What a mess. Feeding the egos of the blacks by capitalizing the B in the word black. Pathetic. Pathetic. To quote Batman. Uh, Metaphysically slapping people in the face, because we don't do violence here. Um... Elected to Georgia, elected from Georgia for a full six-year term. In 2021, he secured a partial term thanks to that year's Senate runoff race. Huh. Uh, so they have a six-year term? Call me ignorant, which I am. I didn't know that. Warnock's win is a major blow to f- our greatest president, Trump, says the ladies at the skim. Say the ladies at the skim. Whose trail of failed endorsements just got longer. Give me a break. Didn't he win, like... Didn't most of his lower-profile people win? Which is like most of his, his uh, endorsements? Don't, didn't most of his endorsements win? That's what I heard. Trump thinks positively. Right on, Trump. Stay positive. <laughs> I like that. Can-do attitude, and he deals with adversity well. He also deals with diversity well. But it still signals gridlock ahead and shows the country remains as divided as ever. That's because you guys need to shut up, ladies at the skim. Sorry, kids, don't say shut up. Well, thank you uh, for the report, ladies at the skim. I got to get to a call. Brian in North Carolina, on the line, been on hold forever. And another caller dropped off. Brian, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, Hank. How you doing? Doing well as well. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, I called. I almost forgot what I called about. I know. I've been going on babbling. So yeah. Hank rambles. <laughs> but it's entertaining rambling, to <laughs> say the people who are overly gracious. <laughs> Terrible. It is entertaining, though. No, it is. Okay. We get to, we get to see a little bit of the personality. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Which is interesting, though, because I, uh, I could... I know that you have great eyesight, but for some reason, it's not correlating with your taste in women. So, <laughs> uh, funny, man. 
Yeah. Maybe I'm just being, maybe I'm just trying to be uh, gracious or merciful to the unattractive ladies. Be nice. <laughs> right. Nice. I try to be nice to the ugly Somebody women. Somebody finds her attractive. Right. <laughs> Apparently uh, it's hate. <laughs> right. And their mamas. A face only a mother could love. <laughs> right on. <laughs> That's funny. It's so true. Yeah. But uh you you uh what did you you said earlier what you thought white shenanigans meant. I thought it was funny. I can't remember I can't remember exactly what you said though. Yeah. But you know what I noticed? Uh huh. Well what did you what did you say it was? I think it's usually when whites express, I'll say it in a different way from how I think I said it. Whites may, whites okay. tend to be more conservative and logical and fair-minded and um, reasonable. They don't have this hang-up. They're not brainwashed to think like victims and be angry and bitter. Although they are angry and bitter yet. And they're becoming more and more victim-minded. But they tend to be more reasonable and um, that rubs brainwashed liberal POCs wrong. It rubs them wrong. We just have two completely different cultures. We're more civilized and they're more into the culture. And and especially nowadays with POCs going to college and even in high school and and grade school, they're brainwashed in this anti-white racism, anti-white idea of racism. So whites just are normal. Whites being normal, it, they they can't deal with it. Well, that you're right because it, if you pay attention to it too, anytime you see anybody, especially the black people, they they want to complain about anything white. Just replace the word white with right. Yeah, and and that's that's all it is. It's 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 so much to the point so that they can't say uh, they don't say white culture. They say or white whatever. They say white shenanigans. Right. Because what's right has to be considered shenanigans. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like funny? there was one, there was a famous incident or a viral incident when in like Wisconsin or somewhere, Michigan, there was a white man, a father, I believe, who spoke up at like this PTA meeting or something that was called because some white students allegedly harassed a Mexican student or something or said something reasonable to him, right? And the parents got all up in arms because they're traumatized to overreact to anything that sounds like it might be racist, meaning a white saying, making an observation or saying, using an insult that everybody uses but only whites are punished for it, something like that. Yeah, the, the same one they're using at the house. That's why they're, they're calling it out. Yeah, and so this his really thick-accented Hispanic father, way up in the north, right, in, like, Michigan or Wisconsin or somewhere, complaining about words that his child, and he seems too old to have a child that young, but maybe he did, uh, had to suffer, oh, acting like a mama. And so, like, oh, I came <laughs> to this country, and now I'm... My child is crying, and this guy's mamaing his his child in front of these uh, people. His child's not present, but just talk, recounting his his mama emotions towards this ch- sob story about what his child words that his child suffered. Every child gets 
mocked and made fun of by other children or by their parents, and then they do it to the kids, other kids. They become the bullies, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's only, and, it's and only so, a problem when someone else is doing it. And so here's a white shenanigan. This father speaks up and says, why don't you just go back? Why don't you just go back, you know, meaning go back to your country, right? If, if right, it's so right. bad here, if you don't like being around white people who, oh, some white kids might be mean to your kid with words, the horror, oh, dear me. <laughs> and so the all these mothers... I, and God forbid I say white women, some of them might have been, maybe not normal white, but some white females don't think clearly either. They're like, oh, you need to leave. And they're, and then this, this Mexican father is all, oh, I love this country. This is my country. And he's like, oh, pretends to be all proud of the country while complaining about the white people who made the country great. And so right. that's a white shenanigan. That's what I think of when the person says white shenanigans, because it's one man speaking up with courage about the truth, and everybody else overreacts like it's a horrible thing to say. Yep. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Right. I bring, I'm black, I'm black, and I bring white shenanigans everywhere I go. Nice. (laughs) So... You don't yeah, want to be know, annoying people, about it. You don't. You want to have the right spirit about it. So that part nah, is true. No, no, no. But it's just, it's just. But I like, I like, I like to laugh. So, you know, I'm. Jo- I like to joke around sometimes. Yeah, but that can but, be that can be ego, which can be counterproductive. So that's not the good kind of. Sh- it can be right. not the good kind of shenanigans. For sure. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Now, for sure, one hundred percent. And I've definitely been in those positions where I had to kind of look back and be like, damn, I probably shouldn't have said that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Right. But, pardon my language. Yeah. But, uh... Sorry, kids. Adults. But, no, I, I think that, I think that it's important to do it. Like this morning, alright, so this morning at work, this, there's this white guy, and he's telling a story to, like, four different people, and one of the guys just happened to be a black guy, and I'm, like, standing off to the side. But he's trying to describe a person in the story, and instead of the, it's, instead of calling them black, he's like, it was a darker guy or a dark guy, <laughs> a darker guy. Right. And I said, I said, so you mean a black guy? And he said, ah, well, I don't, yeah, I, I said, why don't you just say black? Right. He's like, I don't, yeah, I, I. And then I asked him, I was like, what are you afraid of? You're afraid Barowski, who's a black guy saying that's going I was like, you afraid he's going to beat you up for calling him what he is? <laughs> right. I know people, but, you it know, sounds racist to point out the race. Give me a break. That's why right. you don't cave to that mess. Heck no, man. That's why, I, and you know what? I have fun with it. Right. You know, some, I'm not going to lie. Some, sometimes I, which in the past, really, I don't really, at least I haven't in a while, but sometimes, you know, we are, you can step on your toe, your own toes a little bit there, you know, and, and become, and become somebody who's really adding to the, to a problem. Right. But, but, uh, I think it's still important to speak up, you know? Yeah. Yep. It is. I agree. Because uh, otherwise, you just have people, and that's the that's why you can't. And man, I, it's it sucks to say this, but you have to be careful, especially as a white guy. You have to be careful around black people, man, because either they think that you're a decent person, or they think that you have shenanigans, and they will hang around you and take advantage of you if you let them. Yeah. So when I see like other white guys around, like tiptoeing around something that's obviously right there's nothing wrong with calling somebody black 
if a person's black, what's wrong with saying they black? He black. Right. But to see him tiptoe around that, it's like, man, that sucks, yo. Like, he, he's, like, so vulnerable. He could just be taken advantage of by anybody or anything. Yep. Very true. What a mess. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate it, Brian, in North Carolina. It's good to hear from you, man. It's good to hear from you, too, Rach. I appreciate you taking my call. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> You're the first person I've said that to. Wow. Yeah, I'm, it's pretty early in December, so we're saying it early. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Nice. Take care, man. Take care, Hank. All right. You know, let me finally get to this Cheshire Cat little story. I have to show these pictures. I've been having these in my uh, folder forever. Joe Biden grinning like a Cheshire Cat. I have pictures of these, or drawings, if you will, of this. I guess this is from Alice in Wonderland, right? Or the Mad Hatter in Batman the Animated Series. He had this sort of look, right? And one of Joe Bi- Sleepy Joe Biden. Are those his real teeth, or are they dentures? They feel like they're dentures, meaning fake teeth. I don't know if you call them dentures. Him smiling, the way he smiles, is like, like a forced Joker grin. That one is, he's actually smiling with his whole face. But look at those teeth, those perfect teeth. Kind of black in the gums a little bit. But, uh, I mean, don't look at my gums. Don't look at my teeth. I'm a little bit more snaggletooth than that. But, uh, uh, Joe Biden, sleepy Joe Biden, he's a charming man, right? Somewhat, a little bit? Kind of uh, endearing a little bit? I think so. Nice haircut. People say that he used... They put plugs or whatever. Uh, but that grin, those teeth, that the, the uh, stretched face across the mouthful of if those are his teeth or not, I don't know. And then you look at the Cheshire cat. Is that how, how it's pronounced, British people? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that pretty much the same expression on the Cheshire cat? Which is a fictional cat. And Cheshire is a place in, what, England or UK? Our brothers in that foreign nation of the UK. Cat with a big grin. Talking to Alice in Wonderland. The beautiful blonde cartoon girl in that story from... Who, drew, who made that story? I don't know. But it became a Disney movie, and then it was used in the Batman, the animated series, episodes with the Mad Hatter. People also ask, why is it called Cheshire Cat? This is from, this is knowledge from Google, which is evil, and Wikipedia, which is also evil. Use infogalactic.com. Start page from the Brave browser. There is a suggestion that Carol, somebody named Carol, wrote the book. That sounds familiar. C-A-R-R-O-L-L found inspiration for the name and expression of the Cheshire Cat in the 16th century sandstone carving of a grinning cat. Huh. On the west face of St. Wilfred's Church Tower in Grappenhall, a village about five miles, about eight kilometers, from his birthplace in Daresbury, Daresbury, Cheshire. Huh. Okay. Learn something new every day. Not sure if I comprehended that. The real Biden is dead, says... Rob Nunn, with the speculation there. 
moderately attractive cartoon blonde, says uh, Canadian David about Alice in Wonderland. I don't know if I've ever watched that movie. Um, but yeah, his grin is fake. He's a phony person. Oh, Tim Burton made the latest film with Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter. Yeah, those two come together and make movies together. I've never seen a, The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I was always fascinated by that dark sort of imagery. And uh, Claymation is just fun. It's like a cool, I like cartoons as a kid. Lewis Carroll also wrote Through the Looking Glass, says Big Bump. Let me read some Super Chats. That reminds me. Thank you, Big Bump. I appreciate that. Hassan is, like, shocked. Hassan, you want to get on here and uh, vent? Stop the show. You want to you talk some uh, sense into the sheltered hake? I was not allowed to watch. It was, maybe it was devilish or something. <laughs> Wait, you've, you've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas? Right, I've never seen it. But I was allowed to watch because I was into Batman. I was allowed to watch, was it PG-13 or R? Batman, the Tim Burton one with uh, the short guy. I like that actor. I'm not being I think mean. That's uh, Danny DeVito. Uh, no, Danny DeVito was Penguin, <laughs> but I was talking about the short guy who played Batman. Oh, he's the best Batman. Yeah, because of his eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like him. He was also Birdman or Bird something. Yep, and Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice. Yeah, I never watched either of those two, but uh, I, I c- cannot believe you've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I might. I, I, I'm definitely open to it. I was always fascinated with it. But, you know, my mother didn't let me watch Simpsons that much. Mine neither. Right. And I wasn't allowed to watch Married with Children, which I wasn't interested. Because I thought that that guy was ugly at the time. The father. <laughs> and although my friends loved Married with Children. And all those things. I was sheltered from those things. Well, Later, I started watching Family Guy <laughs> when I got to college with some... Bad friends. It, it, Bad Christian friends. <laughs> I, I recommend um, every Halloween at the Al Capitan Theater, theater they uh-huh. do a 4D presentation wow. of Nightmare Before Christmas. 4D? Yeah. 3D? No, 4D. Why is it called 4D? Because you're wearing the glasses and, and the 3D's happening. Yeah. But then as, like, say there's, like, a puddle that Jack walks into, uh-huh. boom, you get sprayed with water. Uh, oh, terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or uh-huh. if Jack's That's walking scary. through a windy, the windy cemetery, yeah, whoo, you get the wind all on you. Wow. <laughs> At El, is it called El Capitan? Yeah. Okay, theater in L.A. Nice. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> amazing. Thank you, Hassan. <laughs> Big Bump says, Lewis Carroll wrote the Alice in Wonderland, also wrote Through the Looking Glass. Um, Today marks 81 years since the attacks on Pearl Harbor. I was watching on a tip from TKR Official, Telegram. It's a great Russian social media platform. JLP Talk is on there as well. The Hake Report is on there as well. Um, Real Vincent James is on there because he's banned from everywhere else. Maybe because he's owned by RT. <laughs> I don't know. Just kidding. Uh, I, I learned that there were parallels, interesting parallels, between 9-11, 2001, the terror attacks on the Twin Towers, where the planes flew into the building, and Pearl Harbor, the Japanese 
And the Japanese attacking Pearl Harbor, they didn't do kamikazes that day, I don't think. I don't think they did. I thought that they did, but no, they might have used kamikaze where they fly their planes into a, a target and commit suicide that way. Suicide terror attacks, basically. Suicide warfare. Um, they did that in World War II, I, I hear. But they didn't necessarily do that in Pearl Harbor. Maybe one of them tried to. But yeah, I, th- I heard that, that there were some failures that allowed that to happen. And were they purposely f- purposeful failures? Failures with purpose? Was it exploited to get into a war that we did not get- need to get into? Kind of like with 9-11, we got into some sh- white shenanigans. Not very pro-white shenanigans, I will add, maybe that uh, we didn't need to be involved in, you know? And I was for all those wars back in the day. I was for, yeah, George W. Bush, man. Somewhat. Interesting. 9-11-2001, December, uh, December 7th, what, what was that? What year was that, 1941? Thir- I don't know. Anyway, thank you, uh, thank you, Big Bump. Uh, he also says that that list of the most, the 100 most powerful women, uh, by Forbes, Forbes, liberal outlet, commie capitalist outlet, kissing up to the females, um, that list of most powerful women is invalid unless Marjorie Green... Marjorie Green is there. 1941, 60, 70, 80. Yeah, you're right, 81 years. My math. Hake math. <laughs> uh, it's funny because hakes are actually pretty good at math. Um, thank you, Big Bump. I feel like there was some others, another chat that I wanted to read. Indeed, there was. I was reading this from uh, Taking Care of Business over there on Odyssey yesterday saying, Hake, you have to watch Crowder's stream. Crowder. Louder with Crowder. My competitor from today, meaning yesterday. He had Alex Jones on for an interview about Kanye, who some call Ye. Get some context on it all. Alex is trying to paint Kanye as the evil one. Huh? Oh. And I like Alex Jones, my competitor. (gasps) Oh my gosh, we are way over time. Sorry, man. Do we have time for the last Petra song? Yeah, Yeah, let's do this. Sorry, guys. Uh, Callers, I can't get to you. We're past time. Here's Petra. First love. Great song. Bye. Seducing my affections It's not that I don't know the way It's just a heart that's prone to stray But with my weaknesses admitted You will keep all that I've committed So I commit my heart to you My first love 
It's taken me some time to try to come. 